Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, they say when uh, when you're in a hole, the best thing you can do is stop digging. Well, folks, this country is in a hole. How do we get out of it? Well, let's talk with Governor Mike Huckabee right now. Governor Huckabee, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Charlie, I'm doing well. It's great to be with you today. A great analogy about digging the hole. Absolutely. And I think people in Washington uh, who are getting the biggest shovels they can, and they just keep digging. They just keep digging and digging. I mean, I saw the uh, the, the national debt clock. If you do the uh, time machine and go forward just f- to 2008, we're going to be $40 trillion in debt. It's, uh, it's hard to even comprehend that kind of debt. Most people don't think in terms of trillions, uh, but it's an absolutely astronomical number. But what it means for every American is that the future of the country is going to be in trouble because if we have to spend most of the money we get just to pay interest on the national debt, there's no money to pay the military. There's no money to fix roads. uh, There's no money to take care of Social Security and Medicare. It's basically we're going to be paying a debt and we're probably, at least me, uh, by the time all of this comes totally crashing down, I'll probably be taking a dirt nap. But yeah. my kids and grandkids, they're going to be paying for it dearly. And that's why I say when you get out and, and we're voting in our primary coming up on Saturday, you need to vote like your children's children depend on it because they absolutely do. What do you think the best way to get out of this hole is, Governor Huckabee? You know, if we would go back to some of the policies that we had with Donald Trump, uh, he cut taxes, which meant there was more money moving in the private sector. Mm. He cut regulations, which means businesses could afford to do more business, uh, pay people better, hire more people, put better inventory in. Uh, There's a direct correlation between how much government we have and how expensive it gets and whether or not the private sector can uh, move forward and help people uh, end up being somewhat prosperous. And I think ultimately the goal is that Every family could take care of themselves, and they wouldn't have to look to Uncle Sugar uh, to write him a check every month and bail him out. We are seeing, uh, you know, we, uh, the, the Biden administration, Karine Jean-Pierre, gets up there every day and, and, and lies about these economic numbers. Uh, but a, a lot of the unemployment uh, here in, in the United States is because people are having to get second jobs. They just can't afford to live on one job anymore. Well, Charlie, I think what we're seeing, uh, you can tell everyone the numbers are great and the economy is doing wonderful. 
you can even say, I think I hear Ethel Merman backstage warming up to sing Everything's Coming Up Roses. Yeah. But the reality is people go to the grocery store, they buy what they bought a year ago, and they say, my gosh, I can't afford it. So what they're experiencing is different than what they're hearing from the White House. And at some point, they have to ultimately answer the question, who are you going to believe, uh, the White House or your lying eyes? I mean, something's not co- connecting here. And I, I think uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats this year are in real trouble because people can look at the border. They see it's a mess. They yeah. can look at their grocery bill. They know it's not what it was. They fuel up with their car. And they know what it cost them three years ago, and they know what it's costing them now. And they look at across the world, they see countries being invaded, uh, total idiocy with crazy talk like, let's have a two-state solution in Israel. Well, that makes sense. Then you've rewarded Hamas for murdering, slaughtering Jewish people on October 7th. So you keep looking through one page of insanity after another. And I think some folks for the first time in their lives are going to be voting differently than they have voted before. We're seeing a lot of that going on in New York, Chicago. They have had it with illegal immigration. They've had it with hotels being packed with illegal immigrants. Here in South Carolina, we get buses every day coming in. Every state is a border state. Every town is a border town. And I, 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 I'm amazed that the Democrats are trying to blame the Republicans on this problem. You know, Joe Biden has been saying that he couldn't do anything because he needed legislation. Now that it's out of control and he's got a State of the Union address, he's saying, I'm just going to do this by executive uh, order. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at some point, even dumb people are going to ask this question. Mr. President, you've been saying that you couldn't do anything because you had to have legislation. Now, suddenly you've decided I don't need no stinking legislation. (laughs) I'll just do it. How come you haven't done it in the last three years? So you're lying either about the legislation having to be uh, in place or you're lying about the fact that you can now do it by executive order. It can't be both, but we know what it was. By executive order, he messed up the border. And now he's going to try to fix it because even Democrats are screaming at him and saying, uh, Mr. President, uh, there are people in New York that are being handed gift cards with $10,000 on it. Cops are being beat up on the street with cameras rolling, and they all walk free, get a hotel room, get meals and gift cards, and American citizens can barely put food on their table. Uh, If people keep voting for these folks, if they vote for Joe Biden, then I have no sympathy for them, none. Uh, If they keep voting for Democrats and send those uh, folks to the Congress uh, who want to weaponize federal agencies and go after people who are uh, pro-life activists like they did with uh, the gentleman Paul Vaughn in Nashville, Tennessee. Think about this. He's singing and praying in an abortion clinic. Yeah. A year and a half after that, uh, they come to his house with a SWAT team, handcuff him, stuff him in a car, take him away. He didn't get to talk to anyone for six hours, and now they're threatening to put him in prison for 11 years yeah. for protesting. Yet, if you're an Antifa thug and burn down a federal building— you don't even get arrested. Exactly. All right. And we are hearing attacks on churches up, up, you know, well over 100 uh, percent over last year, up over 300 percent over the year before. And, and I, I don't see any huge FBI investigations. This the every every agency in our government is being weaponized against conservatives right now. And that has to stop day one. 
It truly does. Uh, one of the things we're watching is 91 different charges filed against Donald Trump and his numbers keep going up. And that yeah. causes Democrats to scratch their heads and say, how come? I'll tell you how come. It's pretty simple. People look at this and they realize that this isn't about really believing Donald Trump committed crimes, that somehow that Joe Biden could have boxes of secret papers in his garage sitting wide open in plain view, documents that he was never supposed to have as a senator or vice president. But Donald Trump having documents locked up that he had when he was president, when he did have the right to have those documents or to declassify them, he gets a raid on his home at Mar-a-Lago. They go through his wife's underwear drawer. Joe Biden, he just uh, pulls his uh, Corvette over a little bit and says, Hunter, uh, could you back up the car so that we can uh, maybe rifle through these records? And yeah. heck, we may even let some of your Chinese buddies take some home. Exactly right. So have you got any any advice for the South Carolinians that are, are up in the air about how they're going to vote on Saturday? What would that be? Well, Charlie, I, I think the people of South Carolina are pretty smart folks. I, I don't doubt them a bit. And if the polls are any indication of what they're going to do, uh, I think they're going to overwhelmingly vote for Donald Trump to be our nominee. Absolutely. And I think it's important for this simple reason. I don't know of anybody else who has the courage to stand up against what he stood up against yeah. and to keep fighting back. And if, for some reason, Donald Trump were not the nominee, are we really foolish enough to think that the deep state wouldn't do the same thing, whether it was to Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis that they've been doing to Donald yeah. Trump. The difference is, I'm not sure there's anybody else who could uh, get out of bed every day with what he's had to put up with and fight back and who kind of appears to enjoy fighting back. And that's, <laughs> uh, that's the uniqueness of Donald Trump. I, you know, I, I know the guy, and I, he's amazes, uh, he amazes me with that. Absolutely. I, I, I want to leave you with this. I know all fathers are proud of their daughters, but you, sir, just have to be busting over your, <laughs> over your, your daughter's accomplishments. You know, she is, uh, I think, doing a phenomenal job as governor. But then again, I'm about as objective <laughs> regarding my daughter as the New York Times is about Donald Trump. Exactly. But, you know, it is the, it's the first time in American history when a father and daughter have both been governor of the same state. So there's some history there. But I'm more proud of her because she's got the courage of her convictions. She's pushed a remarkable school choice bill that really empowers mothers and fathers over government. And I, those are the things I'm proud of. Uh, she's unapologetically pro-life. She's uh, pushed for additional pro-life legislation in our state. She stood up boldly against uh, woke nonsense in our schools. And there are some things that she's done to attract business and industry. She's doing a great job. You know, she always says that she wants to be a better governor than me. And I tell her, kiddo, it's a low bar. I think you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Governor Mike Huckabee, a pleasure to talk to you, uh, talking with you this afternoon. Thank you so much. God bless. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us. Somebody wanted to know if uh, where they could hear the interview with President Trump again. We're going to replay that interview uh, this evening at 635. That's 635. Also, uh, Will, it's going up on all the social media, is it? I mean, some of the big corporate folks there, they were like, we're in on this, too. Count us in. So they're putting this stuff everywhere, right? Yeah, they they, they took my job from me. No, I, I really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so they went ahead and they basically made it where it was ready to go when I got in here today. Um, it has already made it to Facebook X. Nice. Um, there is a page on Odyssey's website directly, so it is online. And I think while I'm saying this, maybe we should go ahead and say, hey, if you're not following nine 98.9 WORD yeah. or the Charlie James Show on Facebook, X, Instagram, all that stuff, what are you doing? Go ahead and get with it. Follow those. Absolutely. Fo- follow us. More more the better. Everybody needs to join in. All right. Now this is this is a this is a text that I do not like. Gonna read to you a text now that that this is this is the type of text that boy, I tell you what, it really gets my goat. Here we go. Charlie, what I don't understand is if they stole the election last time and the stakes are even higher now, I'm not sure they're not going to just steal it again. And who gives a crap if they get caught? They've done it once and they've gotten away with it. Oh, you know what? You're right. I didn't think about that. Forget everything I've said. Forget everything. Let's just stay home on Saturday. Let's just not even go vote. I mean, hell, they're just going to cheat anyway. That's the, then why? Why even put up a fight? You know what that's called, right, Charlie? It's called cutting off your nose to spite your face. Exactly. It is a defeatist, negative attitude. And you, Texter, are better than that. What would you? What would you tell? What would you tell your child? What would you tell your child? If they were going into a, 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 say you got a daughter who's in a softball game and and all the kids on the other team, they're bigger and they're stronger. They got more experience. They're a little bit older. What would you tell your daughter? Yeah, you're right, honey. They're bigger, stronger, faster. They got more experience. Yeah, might as well just quit the team. Yeah, no, 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 no. I tell you what, we'll just go get ice cream. How about that? What would you tell your daughter? You get out there and you play your heart out. That's what you would tell your daughter. You tell the same thing to your son. 
No more negative, defeatist attitudes. I, uh, no, no, no. Now, what can be done about what? Let me ask you something, Texter, and everybody else out there listening right now. What can you do about them cheating? What can you do? Nothing. You can't do anything about it. You've got to control what you can control. And what you can control is getting out there and voting, not just in this primary, but also in the general election, the, the, the next primary coming up in June, every local, state, municipal election that we have, every school board election that we have, just think of all the problems that we have in this state that could be solved if we didn't have 6 9% voter turnout. Think about the problems that could be solved if we had 70, 75, 80% voter turnout of good conservatives letting their voice be heard. There's not a there's not a school board in this state that would have porn, pornography in school classrooms and school libraries. There's not a county in this state that would have that trash in front of children. Not a single one. We wouldn't have to worry about the heartbeat bill. We wouldn't have to worry about constitutional carry. We wouldn't have to worry about lower taxes. We wouldn't have to worry about ridiculous hate crimes bill. Get out there and do it. You're wrong, Charlie. Oh, please tell me how I'm wrong, Texter. Tell me how I'm wrong. You could sign up as a, as a poll watcher. Fine. You want to sign up as a poll watcher? Go ahead. Go about it. I highly recommend it. Be a poll watcher. Get out there and do something. You control what you can control. You want to volunteer with the campaign? Volunteer your brains out. Um, what was his name? Uh, George Wendt, not the actor, professor at Harvard, told me, that the advice that he gives to his political science class is find a campaign and fall in love with it. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. Get out there and, and all of these, and I got another ridiculous text. No, we need to form a militia. Okay, go right ahead. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. How about first you do this? How about first you just go vote? How about instead of going to all these extremes, instead of trying to get out there and do all of these things, go vote. What's easier? Going to the polls and standing in line for 30 minutes or going to join a militia? I think voting is a heck of a lot easier. And we could have just as big an effect by just getting off our duffs and going and voting every single day. One of us, every single one. Let's go to Marion and Todd uh, Morrison. I'm sorry, Morrison. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, Charlie. Uh, just right quick. Um, an old wise man told me something one time when I was 19 years old. I was kind of fussing about what the government was doing, and he asked me. He said, "Did you vote?" And I said, "Well, no." He said, "You have no right to say anything or fuss about what the government's doing here because you didn't get in and put in your two cents worth in the vote." Yeah. There you go. All right, Morrison, I appreciate it. Another text. I'm just going to start banning people 
that do this crap. Charlie, we have voted and the cheating continues. Well, I got an idea. Don't vote anymore. Then they're then they're guaranteed to win. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'll make it all better. Roll over, play dead, let the Democrats win. That's the Republican way. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. All these people with these defeatist attitudes, like, wow, oh, they got to cheat again, Charlie. They just got to You know what? You know what? That's the biggest hypocrisy I've ever heard in my life. Because people always look at, you look at those people in Colombia, the House and the Senate, and you just say, why don't they do something about blah, blah, blah? Why don't they do something about blah, blah, blah? You got to do something first. Now, I always say, when, when the, the day you go to the, the voting booth, that's your first day on the job. Now you got to stay on top of them. But even more importantly, you got to get out there and vote. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired. Everybody out there that's talking about not voting, you are the problem. You're the problem here in South Carolina. We cannot. This is one of the few states that we cannot blame any of our problems on the Democrats. We can't. We can sit there and we can complain about this and that, but we can't blame our problems on the Democrats. The only people we can blame our problem on is two people. Number one, the people that are in the House and the Senate here in South Carolina. Number two, the Republicans that allowed them to be there. That's it. Democrats are out of the equation here in South Carolina. They don't have enough. They don't have enough representation. If it was Senator Charlie James or Congressman Charlie James, I'd be the first guy standing up, you know, on the floor going, yeah, you Democrats, you just need to hush. Let, let us take care of this. Let us take care of this. Charlie, close the primary, then talk to me. No, you got it completely ass backwards, 786. Our state legislature, how many times I got to explain this? This state legislature is not going to close the primaries. I don't care how many advisory questions are put on, on ballots. I, it does not matter. They benefit from open primaries. So they're not going to cut off. The, you know, they're gonna, not going to kill the goose that laid the golden egg. They want this. They want our primaries to be open here in South Carolina because they that's why they're in office. Do nothing Republicans like 786 and others that allow them to be there. Why? Six, seven, eight percent voter turnout. That allows the Democrats to do all of that. That allows the Democrats to have inroads, not only here in South Carolina, but also in Wyoming as well. This is from the Federalist. America's Federalist system of government offers conservatives the most effective mechanism to fight the Biden administration's increasing authoritarianism but how can they do this if the Republicans they elect refuse to use it? Through U.S. politics, Wyoming has garnered a reputation for being one of the most Republican-friendly states in the country. Is this sounding familiar? During the 2020 election, former President Donald Trump defeated Joe Biden in the Cowboy State by 43.3 points. Democrats haven't won, a state, won the state in a presidential contest since 1964 when Lyndon B. Johnson was the incumbent. 
These factors would normally indicate that Wyoming is one of the most conservative jurisdictions in this country, but that simply isn't the case. Despite controlling the governor's mansion, possessing supermajorities in the state legislature, Wyoming Republicans are governing more like blue-collar Democrats than principled conservatives. In recent weeks, the GOP-dominated legislature has struck down numerous bills seeking to advance pro-freedom policies and prevent leftism from corrupting the state. Does that sound all too familiar? Yes. Yes, it does. It sounds exactly like here in South Carolina. But again, all of those problems can be taken care of if you just get out and vote. Just do it. Charlie, I've never blamed a Democrat for being a Democrat. I blame Republicans for being a Democrat. You're exactly right. Charlie, if the Democrats cheat, but Republicans have a big enough turnout and enough votes, we could at least force a recount. If I say this again, if we turn out 80, 85, 90 percent voter turnout, they can't cheat enough. They can't cheat enough. Charlie, we don't really know who to vote for. How do we know? Honest question. How do you know if someone is honest and conservative? Well, thankfully, over the past three years, first of all, you've had this program. And furthermore, you've now got something, and some folks here in South Carolina, it's called the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. You've also got people like the uh, Greenville Patriot Caucus. You've got all of these groups who vet these people a lot. Let's go to Jack, and we'll get to Jack in just a second. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just this defeatist attitude is exactly what they have in the House and the Senate here in South Carolina. It's pretty amazing. Let's go to Jack now in Taylor's. Jack wants to talk about Google and uh, censorship. Jack, welcome. How you doing? Hi, Charlie. Yeah. Yes, I got uh, I got a big postcard the other day about uh, from the South Carolina Senate Republican Caucus, and it's about a survey that they want you to take, mm-hmm. and it has a QR code and then a website that you can go to. And since I have an old style flip phone. I fired up my laptop to to go to the website that uh, is mentioned on the postcard. So right. I typed in scsenategop.com slash 2024 survey, and nothing comes up. They can't find it. Really? So I Oh, yeah. So I promptly punched in my DuckDuckGo <clears throat> search engine and put in the same thing. And wonder of wonders, the first citation yeah. is... The survey. Yeah. So I would think that maybe any of the folks that you've been suggesting to go look for polling places or your legislator or your senator, if they're using Google, they may not get where they want to go. You're right. You're exactly right. And Google is is one of the worst at censorship. Well, I appreciate it, Jack. Thank you. Mitchell is over in Gray Court. Uh, people feeling hopeless. Are you hope? Are you feeling hopeless, Mitchell? Well, I just. I was going to play devil's advocate, kind of, for a minute. Just because people are asking or saying that they don't feel like their vote matters doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to go out to vote. I've voted in every election, including midterms, since I was of age, and I'm going to continue to do so. But every year I ask myself a little bit more just how much it really mattered. I mean... 
yes, I'm going to go vote, but it still makes you wonder, you know, what are they going to try this time and how much is actually going to be done to stop them? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. And I I, I really appreciate that. It's a great segue because things. One other uh, question before I let you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. About closing the primaries, I definitely understand the appeal of wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. My question is just really more something to mull over. Then it all depends on how they write the law up. Yeah. If I, you know, I've all, I've never voted for a Democrat in my life, but if suddenly an independent came up that I wanted to vote for, would I then have to go and, you know, change my registration and everything to be able to vote for them in the primary? Lots of things need to be ironed out about this. Right now, it's just, it's just like I said, it's just an advisory question. But I, I trust me, all the, when they start debating this bill and when it's in, in committee and all of that, all of those questions are going to come up. Absolutely. All right, so, that's all I got for well, you. Well, Mitchell, I appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Um, oh, I, oh, oh, oh. Well, well, we'll tell you why there is hope. We'll tell you why there is hope coming up in just a second. We'll go to Jermaine in Spartanburg. Uh, Nikki Haley. <laughs> Jermaine, is Nikki Haley texting Charlie. you more than anybody else? Hey, man. I just want to say it's great to speak with you again, man. I'm a local truck driver out here. I love listening to you guys and calling. Um, Thank and you. awesome conversation. Awesome conversation yeah. with the next president. Um, but, Thank yeah, you. I was going to tell you really quickly, if you wanted me to text Nikki Haley back and ask her, does she want to come on next, I'm willing to do that for you, man. <laughs> I'd appreciate um, you know, it. She's been hitting me up all week, buddy. She's been I know. hitting me up all week. So, I know. You know, I'm, I'll do that for you if you'd like. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Jermaine. Thank you very much. Yeah, I get, I get more texts from Nikki Haley than I get from my wife. Good gracious. That's one great thing about Saturday, isn't it? All those texts are going to stop. Hopefully, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Glad to have you back on the program. Uh, The Trump interview will air again at 635 this afternoon. Also, it's going to be up on all the social media. You can go check all of that out there. Well, it looks like the Freedom Caucus in Washington are actually... Remember the other day when I told you that they had uh, figured out a way to grow testicles in a lab? Remember we had that conversation? Um, Apparently, somebody sent this over to Washington Uh, this technology. And finally, the Freedom Caucus is now saying that they are ready to stand up against the Biden administration. Actually looking at what? Shutting down the government. Oh, no, really say it ain't so. But it is so. And that's (laughs) that is pretty darned amazing. I, I never thought I would see that happen, but it does look like the Freedom Caucus is finally getting a little little steel in their spine, and they could be standing up to the uh, the Biden administration. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Now, hold on, because it's not all that great either. They want a one-year continuing resolution. So, in other words, the House in January approved a short-term spending bill to split the deadlines to fund government agencies between March 1st and March 8th. The House Freedom Caucus yesterday urged House Speaker Mike Johnson to advance a one-year continuing resolution bill ahead of the March 1st deadline to avert a government shutdown. 
The conservative uh, congressional bloc has long advocated for substantive spending cuts to address the national debt through the Democratic majority uh, Senate and President Joe Biden, though the, uh, the Democrat majority uh, Senate and President Joe Biden have objected to such proposals. Faced with the prospect of limited concessions on the budget and policy initiatives, the group has urged Johnson to pursue the stopgap. With the expiration of the government funding rapidly approaching, negotiations continue behind closed doors, and as a result, we anticipate text for likely omnibus legislation that we fear will be released at the latest, latest moment before being rushed to the floor for a vote. House Republicans should not be left in the dark on the status of the spending levels and hard-fought policy provisions. Here's the thing that, and I admire the Freedom Caucus for going with this one-year continuing resolution, um, but here's the thing. You guys ran, ran on having the power of the purse. You ran in your campaigns, I guarantee you, every single one of them, ran on holding the the Biden administration accountable by using the power of the purse. You were going to defund this. You were going to defund that. You were going to defund the other thing. But what have you really defunded? Not a whole lot. But when it comes to shutting down the government, that's where you draw the line. That should be the, that would be, again, Congressman Charlie James would be like, shut it down. Shut it down. Let's do it. Let's show the Democrats that we mean business and let's use the power that we have, even though they have that little small majority right now in the House. They could shut the government down and bring the Biden administration and the Democrats to their knees. Now, are they going to be lambasted in the media? Of course they are, but they're going to, that's going to happen anyway. Is the media going to blow it all out of proportion, like people are losing their jobs and, and, and contracts aren't being fulfilled? Of course they are, but they're going to do that anyway. Are the Democrats not going to like you? Of course they're not, but they don't like you anyway. So shut it down. I mean, we effectively had a shutdown when we had, what, how many weeks without a Speaker of the House? How long did that take? Did the government crumble? Did America fall to its knees? No, not at all. Did the military not? No, none of that happened. You could shut down the government and everything would still be funded as it is right now. The only thing that won't happen would be increases coming in. And, hey, we would like to see that to happen anyway. So those, those folks there in the Freedom Caucus, they need to stand up and start doing something. They need to do more. Do what you campaigned on. Charlie, they won't shut the government uh, down because they, it'll hurt their uh, uh, pockets as well. Probably so. Probably so. So there you go. Okay, so... Uh, there is, there is hope, though. There is hope. I'm going to give you a little ray of sunshine here before we hit the top of the hour. There is a possibility that Laura Trump could be the vice chair of the RNC coming up at convention. Now, here's the thing. We know that the Democrats cheated in 2020. We know that. They cheated in, in DeKalb County, Fulton County, Maricopa County. They cheated in, 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 in Pennsylvania. We know in Michigan they cheated. We know they cheated. So where was the RNC when all of that happened? Well, they were nowhere to be found. They just 
pulled up stakes and left town after those elections. Hopefully, with Laura Trump as the vice chair of the RNC, the RNC will actually do something they haven't done in a long time, and that's fight back with all of these shenanigans. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 